you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. On today's episode, the Insider's Corner. NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport is going to join us as we assess injuries around the NFL, the playoff picture, and coaching vacancies that currently exist in the league, and some that could be coming open in a matter of weeks. But Ian, let's start with one of the the most fun things I saw on this Week 16 Sunday, which was Joe Burrow's 525 passing yardage performance. Burrow scrambling, throws it deep downfield. Mixon makes the catch at the 10 and goes down at the 7. He beat Anthony Levine. Burrow with the deep ball completion. And that will take Joe Burrow up and over 500 passing yards. The first quarterback in more than 50 years of Bengals football to ever do it. Only three quarterbacks in NFL history have had a better day than Joe Burrow did on this week 16 Sunday against the Ravens in a win that puts Cincinnati now in first place in the AFC North. You remember the soundbite that uh, Wink Martindale had, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, leading into this game, talking about Joe Burrow. You know, he doesn't have the gold jacket yet. I I just loved Burrow's response. It was so matter-of-fact. It was so deliberate, and it came with such, like, edge. Do you remember when Burrow was coming out? Like, did you you hear – People talking about like his his mindset, his mentality, his edge, the things that drive him uh, when he was coming out and, and was that before he was the number one pick in the draft. Oh, yeah, I heard all about it. And I think one thing, uh, you know, Joe Burrow is a different kind of dude, yeah. right? Like I remember hearing and this is not what you asked, but I remember hearing when he was rehabbing his ACL. You know, I was kind of wondering, like he, he had Dr. Neil Alatrosh, who's in um you know, he's in Los Angeles, and I kind of wondered if Burrow would rehab in L.A. And I talked to somebody close to him, and this person laughed at me. They're like, 
why would he do that? Like, he wants to be in Cincinnati. Like, he's just going to go in the facility, rehab, <laughs> and then go home. Like, that's it. I'm like, oh, like, he's just a different kind of guy. Like, everything is very, like, he shrugs it off. He's very matter-of-fact. You know, I think he, he described the way he is with the media as kind of like, I don't really care what you guys say, but I'm going to be honest anyway. Like, that's just the way he is. Yeah. So I assume that he saw the Wink Martindale comments, which were in a slight. Like, he's literally not in Canton. He's not. He's no, it's awesome just, it's as exactly true, like, right? It's just what it is. I mean, it's just what it is. But I could see him kind of hearing the comments and being like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, no big deal. Not angry, not pissed off, no chip on the shoulder. Just kind of like, I'll remember. I didn't think it was a necessary comment. I wouldn't say I was offended by it. I mean, I'm in year two. Who knows what's going to happen down the road, but I didn't think it was a necessary comment. Was it on your mind we were throwing at the end for 525? Maybe. And that's always the way he does things, and he handles himself in games kind of the same way. Like, he's got pressure, he's got guys flying all over. His line has been good, but, you know, he does get hit a lot, and everything's kind of like, meh, I'll just kind of deal with this, I'll deal with that, I'll throw a couple touchdowns. Like, he's, his mentality is kind of amazing, and I think his talent is also pretty amazing. Yep, and in the driver's seat there in the AFC North, uh, just another – kind of paint the picture for us and for our listeners at home because the, the Bengals have one of the smallest personnel staffs in football, right? Uh, they, they do yeah. things maybe a little bit differently than other teams do, yet obviously nailed it with the Burrow pick at number one overall and arguably had the best offseason in terms of free agents. You look at Trey Hendrickson, uh, has been phenomenal. Look out! From behind the ball jarred free, that's a fumble. And Hubbard got it, knocked away by Hendrickson. Shinobi Awuzie, kind of under the radar, has been really good at corner. Herbert. Attack. Intercepted. The pick made by Awuzie. The question was about the Bengals and how they go about evaluating personnel and putting it into effect like we've seen this year. It is different, right? And they, I mean, Duke Tobin has a fantastic, he has a fantastic job, and he does a fantastic job. Really one of the better personnel minds in the NFL. Really small scouting staff. And they also, they rely on their coaches a lot. Yeah. So their coaches not only go work out guys, but they evaluate, and they really believe in drafting sort of in conjunction with what their coach is like. They do the same thing in free agency. So, you know, Lou Anarumo is their defensive coordinator. It's like, all right. What would you like? Which guys in the free agent world would you be able to make the most use of? And it's like, you know, they remember the defensive end market from last year. Like, there were a ton of guys, right? Um, And some have had success. Some have had injuries like the Jets. You've had uh, Dupree with the Titans. And then you have Hendrickson, who's awesome and is a pro bowler. I mean, that was a great find. You know, talk about the the drafts that they've had. Uh, T. Higgins was also a pretty good draft. Yeah, Logan Wilson. Same draft. Joe Burrow, same draft. (laughs) I mean, last year, everybody in the world was like, should be tackle, tackle, tackle. And then pick a receiver in the top five, which, like, you know, statistically, not great. And Jamal Chase has been probably better than people even thought. Um, And it's elevated guys like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, like, this looks like a team that is going to be good for a really long time. 
And they are not, they have not clinched the playoff berth yet. In fact, only one team in the AFC has the Kansas City Chiefs, who are AFC West champions for the sixth straight year. Uh, but let's look in the NFC and assess some of these uh, contending teams. Some teams already in the postseason, but you know, kind of in some unique situations. Let's start with the Bucks, who have obviously been hit hard by injury here. Godwin, Evans, Fournette, Levante, David, yeah. Antoine Winfield, and now Shaq Barrett, uh, which you've been reporting and Bruce Arians has been saying MCL, ACL sprain. What are you hearing there? First of all, ACL sprain is a weird injury. There's like... Yeah, we don't hear that very often. Year. Right. You don't hear that very often. Like, actually, Logan Thomas, who's going to end up I don't know if he's had it yet, but it's going to end up having ACL surgery. They thought he had an ACL sprain also. It turned out that the damage was like probably a little too bad to be considered a sprain and they ended up needing to have surgery. But like, it's so rare they ended up doing like many, many tests because they're like, is this really what he has? Just, just doesn't happen. It's like two a year. Right. And it seems like he has one of them, um, which is okay. So he's going to rehab. And, you know, generally if it's a slight sprain, which it is, then he's out about three weeks, which should put him back for the playoffs. You know, I this is just sort of my opinion because it's tough to really know, but I think the Bucs are going to be fine. But it's interesting. You know, they got they have all these guys out, and they should get all of them back to the playoffs. So come, like, the first week of the playoffs, whenever it is, they should just get, like, an influx of, like, four guys. You, know, you get Fournette, you got Evans, you got yeah. not Godwin, but maybe Levante David. He's got a foot spray. You should get all these guys back. But can you just take all these good players and just throw them in the middle of a huddle and say, all right, we're now good? That's what I kind of don't know. So I think they're going to be okay because all these guys are coming back, but you don't know for sure, right? It's, it's an interesting wild card in there kind of in their scenario now. And look, they love to be the one seed and get that coveted, you know, that only buy in the NFC, right? But right now that belongs to the Green Bay Packers uh, with the 12-3 and record. Yet they're still dealing with Aaron Rodgers, who looked to be very much in some pain and discomfort with almost every throw on that toe. Has there been any change in in his availability and prognosis here moving forward? No, I have not heard any. Um, There was a funny scene in the game the other day, uh, and it was Miles Garrett like hugging Rodgers, kind of being like, hey, I'm sorry, man. And I was like, did a double take. I'm like, what's happening here? Well, we've been uh, going over the tape. During the commercial break, and we think Miles Garrett may have kicked the outside of the left foot, which is obviously where that broken pinky is for Aaron Rodgers. And I guess it's because Miles Garrett stepped on his foot. Good, yeah. Which usually that's not a big deal, but like step on Rodgers' toe, that's like a big deal because his toe is all mangled. So every time anything happens to his toe, it's going to be a thing. Like I think he is going to be okay, and he is for sure awesome. Um, but, like, it's going to be something that's going to keep coming up. And I don't know when he's going to get the rest necessary to be just all better. And I guess what's probably going to happen is he probably just won't be all better. Maybe if he, they get that far in the Super Bowl, that those two weeks will help. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a thing. And I don't know if Rodgers cares at all because he's still really good. Yeah, no question. It, it didn't look like it bothered his performance that much in the win uh, over the Cleveland Browns. Um, the L.A. Rams were able to overcome three interceptions from Matthew Stafford to beat the Vikings, punch their ticket to the postseason, now in the driver's seat in the NFC West. Part of the reason they were able to overcome that, Ian, obviously the career day from Sony Michelle on the ground. 
Michelle again, kind of spin forward. He's in for the touchdown. The ball did come out loose. One official signaled for the score. And now the play is finally whistled dead. Official still has the arms in the air. The ruling on the field is a touchdown. Which low-key, one of the better pickups that Les Snead has made this season, although it did not get the, you know, uh, hubbub of the Von Millers and the Odell Beckhams of the world. However... It sounds like they could be getting some help in the running back room from a guy who ruptured his Achilles tendon like six months ago. Yeah, this is such a cool story. I was talking to Les Snead, the general manager for the Rams the other day, just about their COVID issues. And, yeah. you know, I was really curious, like, how they managed. They had one practice in two and a half weeks, and then they still came out and looked okay. You know, wonder why Stafford was kind of up and down. Like, I don't know, they barely practiced. Um, and then I'm kind of like, you know, what about Cam Akers? They get activated him, and I knew – that they had activated him to get him the three games necessary to give him a pension credit and a credit toward retirement. They didn't have to, but they kind of did a nice thing, and that's why they did it. And so I'm kind of just like, you know, is this, you know, when you think we're going to see Cam Akers? And he was like, basically went through this whole thing with me about how, like, every step along the way in rehab, he's been ahead of schedule, he's been a week ahead, he's been two weeks ahead, he's been a month ahead. He's like, our vision is to get him back for the playoffs, which is wild because it was such a crushing blow to lose your starting running back before training camp. But because it was so early, like you probably get him back for the playoffs. And then if you keep winning, he gets stronger and stronger. And whatever contribution he ends up giving is better than sitting out. I mean, it really sure. is an amazing story. Amazing. Sure. Um, and then... On the other side of the Achilles tendon spectrum, on the much uh, more unfortunate side now for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're running back, yeah. James Robinson. Motion by Tavon Austin. They run a jet sweep with him to the 35-yard line, spun his way forward, and is going to have the first down to near the 37-yard line. Oh, boy. Frank, this ain't good now. And there's an injured Jaguar player. That's James Robinson. And on the play, he's supposed to kind of run a play action. And literally, he goes down without anybody touching him, and, and he's, he's grabbing, grabbing, grabbing his Achilles. He's grabbing his Achilles, and that is a major concern. It's really unfortunate blow here for him. Well, this late in what is becoming a lost season here for Jacksonville. Achilles injuries are terrible, and you know them right when they happen. Like I had a source very quickly, but I didn't need one. Like he was clearly, clearly tore his Achilles, um, and is out for the season. I remember listening to Marshall Falk, um, Hall of Fame running back. Uh, kind of just, I was sitting watching a game with him at some point, and he was talking about a guy who got injured real late in the season, and he was saying how terrible it is because everyone, you finish the season, you're tired, you're hurt, everyone's sore, and then you go to like, you know, the Bahamas or something, you go to like Puerto Rico or some great place, yeah. Hawaii, and you hang out and you just relax after the season, except if you're rehabbing. Yeah. If you're rehabbing, then you have rehab, and you go to the facility, and it's cold and it's dark, and you're by yourself, and it just sucks. And that's what I was thinking of yesterday. Like, James Robinson's a great player, and definitely one of the bright young stars uh, in the league and on a team that needs them. And he now is going to go through a miserable, like, eight- or nine-month rehab for a bad injury by himself. You don't know who the coach is going to be. Like, it's that's all bad, and I was really feeling for him yesterday. That. You know, that just really sucks. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, any other injuries you're following here as we get uh, one game left here in week 16 and looking ahead to week 17? 
Yeah, a couple big ones, the running back position, and I don't know if they'll be sort of decided by the time we go to air, but um, Miles Sanders broke his hand. Okay. Which is not great, but, you know, could be okay. The real thing is if he needs surgery, how much does he miss? Yeah. Like if he needs surgery, how many games is he going to sit out? If he doesn't need surgery, he's probably okay. If he does need surgery, then um, – you know, I would say we'll probably miss some games, and we'll see if he's back for the playoffs. If the Eagles make them, I mean, unbelievably, they actually are kind of in the mix there. They are. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire um, has a collarbone injury. X-rays were negative. He's getting more tests now. We'll see what that ends up being. Uh, and then there's one more. Daryl Henderson has a knee injury, a knee sprain. He's actually at the doctor as we speak. Yeah. Um, should get, be getting something shortly, but the hope is that that is also a minor injury. Yeah, and then I guess the, even you know further you know paints the picture of good news for the Rams that they do have some potential reinforcements with Cam Akers joining yep. Sony Michelle here at some point uh, in the backfield. Uh, okay, let's turn our attention from injuries to the coaching carousel, which could fire up here into high gear in a couple of weeks when we wrap up this NFL regular season. And we'll talk to Ian Rappaport about some of those coaching moves when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Okay, let's start with a couple of the uh, job openings uh, that kind of currently already exist due to interim coaches taking over uh, for coaches who are gone uh, in the landscape of this season, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially now that the NFL has made the adjustment uh, to the hiring protocols where they can talk to some coaches that are already and still employed by teams at the end of this regular season. Do you anticipate that kind of being a factor here for teams like the Jaguars or maybe the Raiders? Uh, I believe the Raiders know. I've talked to some people and they know, and I think the plan is for the Raiders to not start the process. Okay. The Jaguars may. And so what I think the Jaguars are going to do is start the process of interviewing guys. They may do coaches who are currently employed, but I think they're going to try to do coaches that are not employed. Doug Peterson is one. Jim Caldwell is another. Um, You know, I think both hires would be intriguing. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl and I think is probably a better coach than he was at the end of his Eagles time, especially with how badly Carson was really struggling there. And Jim Caldwell, it's like he's always been a very good coach. He became a better coach when people could step back and realize that he's a good coach. Like I don't understand... I don't, I don't understand his whole career, honestly. He's such a good guy. He has a, been a very good coach. He never got the credit he deserves, was not good with the media, despite being a really, really good guy. So it's almost like people kind of didn't realize that he was good until after he was gone. Um, but anyway, uh, he's going to get, I think he's going to get a Jaguars interview. I think he'll probably get some others. And he's got a shot. I mean, yeah. especially, you know, the best thing he does is coach the quarterback. And in Jacksonville, that's pretty important. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I'd be on the phone. I would have been on the phone with him the day after the Urban Meyer thing went down. I mean, like he just feels like such a perfect fit and a steady hand for a franchise that really needs one uh, yeah. there in Jacksonville. And you don't need to be a good person to be a good head coach. You really don't. There's some examples. Um, but he happens to be a very good person. Which is a so nice like, bonus. If, that, if that's important to you, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, uh, with you on that. Look, I, I, I hesitate to talk about you know coaches that do have jobs currently that may not in a couple of weeks. Uh, I get that that is a tough scenario here, something you have to deal with uh, a lot more often than I do here. But in Chicago, it, look, it feels like it's it's coming to an end for Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears. Although today, Bears reporters quoting uh, Matt Nagy as saying he is under the impression that he is going to coach out the season, which is an odd quote. Um, because it lends the question like, all right, are you under the impression that these are the last two games that you're going to be coaching here? And I guess the the, the real question is, like, who's ultimately going to make that decision? Again, do the Bears feel comfortable with Ryan Pace? Uh, George McCaskey is going to make that decision. As uh, to whether so Matt Nagy stays or goes? He is going, from what I understand, he is going to make all the decisions. Now, okay. I've heard some things about Nagy. I've, you know, had they had a bad loss yesterday, you know, it would have been interesting to see the decision this morning. I believe he was not on stable ground. Now he says he's going to coach out the season, which, okay, you know, I guess that makes sense. It's not that big of a deal. And he is a good guy. 
And the Bears have always been an organization that has allowed their coaches to finish things out, even when it kind of became clear which way it was going to go. Um, so, you know, I would say it's, his future is certainly very much in doubt in Chicago. I haven't really heard the same things with Ryan Pace. Mm. Um, I, you know, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But I have not, when I've had the discussions about Matt Nagy's job status, I don't get a similar feel with Pace. And I think the roster, if you look at it, is pretty good. Quarterback, if you believe in him, you know, that's the moves that he pulled off to get Justin Fields. You know, there's some good things there. There's some promise there. I think they're in pretty good shape. So I haven't heard the same things with Pace. Okay. Um, You know, but with Nagy, yeah, I mean, I think they'll have a decision to make at the end of the year. But I have a fairly decent idea for which way it's going to go, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, and then in Carolina, look, it's only year two for Matt Rule, but you know he's getting questions after this last loss. They're fifth in a row here in year two, uh, where it's like, is this working? And he, as we kind of heard him colorfully say, using the Jay-Z reference, yes, it takes time. I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. Uh, I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z like seven years. <laughs> it, took, it took him seven years. He had to start his own agency to, to become famous, to become an overnight sensation. Like, it takes time. Carolina hoping that it doesn't take five more years, uh, going back to the Jay-Z reference of seven years for Matt Rule. Do you get a sense that there is patience in his process there in Carolina? Patience. Um, I think that everybody would like to see the progress. Matt Rule has done a great job of turning things around. Like yeah. Everywhere he's been, he's turned things around. What you'd like to see is so a little bit of evidence. And I think it's hard in Carolina because the quarterbacks have been so bad. So, like, you know, Darnold came in yesterday, played, had a big play early, and then uh, and that was about didn't it. play great after that. And yeah. Cam has, you know, Cam has just not been the same. No. Cam has just not been the same. You know, um, can't throw downfield. It's just not the same. And so um, when you have bad quarterback play, it's tough to judge anything. And so, you know, I think he's going to be okay. But I would also say let's watch and see how this ends because you want when you get together with your owner at the end of the year, you want to be able to be like, here's where we made progress. Here's where we're better. Here's where we're going. Like there is a process for turning things around. And as long as you kind of hit the check marks and show it's going in the right direction, it should be okay. Just want to make sure that that is the case before saying everything is good to go. Yeah, I, I, obviously pointing to progress would be nice. I mean, he clearly thinks so. I mean, so their thousand percent feels like the process is working. And talking with Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah, who know Matt Rule well and know his, his history well, generally year three has been a year where you do see yep. real signs of progress, you know, in the form of actual cold, hard results, wins and losses. Uh, perhaps if he can get there, get the quarterback and the offensive coordinator thing right. Um, and well, that's it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Is like the offensive coordinator hire was rough, you know? Yeah. And, like, everybody wanted to hire Joe Brady, but that didn't go well. No. When I took the job, I decided to, you know, uh, I decided to be bold and step outside my comfort zone and, um, you know, someone that I knew and went, went in a different direction and went with Joe. And I, I certainly don't look at that as a mistake. I think what Joe did the first year dealing with COVID and installing a whole new system, you know, we obviously had some turnover at the quarterback position. I think um, – I look at Joe's time here as all, I see all the good things that he did. Um, you know, it's just uh, you get to a time such as this and it's time to you know move in another direction and continue the evolution and the process of building forward. 
And I don't even blame him because that was a hot hire, but that was that was wrong. Well, it's also a crucial hire for a first-time NFL head coach who then a year and a half later parts ways, and you're like, oh, boy, that's a question of progress, right? Are we going the wrong way here yeah. um, as they try to now right the ship, certainly on the offensive side of the ball? All right, uh, let's finish this episode off with um, a little unintended fun. You and I both spent time in Boston before we joined NFL Network. We both know that... Bill Belichick post-game press conferences after a loss are generally worthless. Am I right, Ian? Like, there's literally nothing you can ask where you're going to get a response of any real value. Does that, I mean, is that a, a fair description? I'd say that's probably, probably decent, yeah. Which did make me wonder why he decided to apologize after this last post-game press conference uh, following that Colts game, because it felt like all the rest. However, um... I guess I got to give some credit and some respect uh, to an intrepid reporter this week who in the postgame press conference asked Bill Belichick this. Hi, um, football aside, sorry, but I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions. And I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. OK, thanks. Maybe next week. Okay, uh, so Ian, look, I, I can kind of sense the regret in her voice as the question was kind of moving forward. Uh, that, I mean, especially after a loss. I mean, after a win, that's still a tough sell, I feel like, for Belichick. So um, you remember, like, when I was working at 7 News in Boston, like, we'd send Byron Barnett or Jonathan Hall to ask, like, those unfortunate questions that you'd have to to Belichick, right? Um can you imagine that scenario and the awkwardness in that room when she was asking that question? You know, I, there's really, I think I must be deranged on some levels because I love the awkwardness so much. No. I really do. And I love all of those really awkward, terrible press conference moments. I think they're great. I'm sure everybody was cringing. I was embracing that yesterday. Oh my Look, God. She came for one reason. One reason. Ask that question. And was not going to let a bad loss stop her from asking that question. I made a joke on Twitter, which I don't think anybody laughed at. Because it was basically like, you get up to the line of scrimmage, it's fourth and one, you see like five defensive tackles over the nose, and you're like, yep, going to sneak it anyway. And that's basically what, <laughs> that's like. what she, she had did. a plan. was not altering it. She nailed it, you know? And he kind of was like, yeah, no, I don't know. And now, I don't know what she had in mind what like what would he have said anyway yeah you know like, even when you ask him like what's your favorite halloween candy he's like i don't know i like all of them you know or what's your favorite thanksgiving i'm just good on all the stuff but um it could have been a lot worse i thought the Let's answer was that. great and the awkwardness i certainly embraced cheers all right ian thanks for your time bud all right take care man. you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. But check back with us later this week for a fresh episode. And reminder to download, rate, and review our show on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.